NBA Australia. How you going? You good? I hope so. How's your weekend? Hope it's been nice and chilled. Uh, this is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a very good website called CodeBet. Uh, you might have seen this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, uh, CodeBet Daily. What else do we do? Lots. We're in the paper every day as well. Check that out. Uh, either way. Here in Larry Armour Studios, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season. I'll tell you what. Trade deadline! Let's go! That's right. We're here repping Australia a bit. Kyrie doesn't count. Just saying. That's right. Yep. NBA Kanye strikes again. How could I make this all about me? All right. Off you go. Dumbass. Uh, we had the All-Star Reserves announced. A couple of uh, interesting ones there. We'll go through that. And I've got basically five trades I want to see. We'll do a show Wednesday, I reckon. Again, this week as well. Uh, NFL Australia Monday. I'm out Tuesday at the NBL Awards. And then Wednesday, we'll do a uh, precursor to the chaos, which will then kick off across Thursday and Friday into the uh, trade deadline. So should be good. We also had some punch-ons. Good stuff. So I've got some weekend winners and losers. All the NBA straight game wraps. A juicy slab of that's on life. All mate, no mate. Spud of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. Dickhead of the weekend. Some yeah, Nazi unpopular opinion of the day. And our back take house. Where we're serving up a flame grill take. And we'll do a daily review. I think he's finally seen Wakanda forever. <laughs> like it. All right, let's get into it. Episode 882 of NBA Australia. Jeez, that's a lot. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, you better, or at least the uh, Chuck Barkley uh, attack if you carry over. I don't know anyone can take care of this guy. It's like, yep, I feel like it. Um... Let's just get straight into that, shall we? I think we should. That's right. We'll start today's show the way we start every show here in NBA Australia with the daily whip around. Oh, yeah. NBA Kanye wants out. Hey, this is going great. This is awesome. We're having lots of fun in Brooklyn. How can I fucking up? Oh, no. It's really good now that we've got great vibes and everybody's, you know, no one's halfway in. Trade me. <laughs> what a fuck knob. Seriously. What an absolute bumblefuck of a dipshit Kyrie Irving is. Uh, look, you understand his approach, right? Look, I want to be extended, extend my contract or fuck you. And the Nets are like, Kyrie, just because you haven't been a fuckwit for about four and a half weeks doesn't mean we're going to give you $80 million and a two-year extension Unless there's a couple of clauses like, I don't know, if you do something fuck-witted, we might not enjoy it and you might have to face some consequences. He's like, no, fuck off. And you're like, all right. Classic Kyrie. Uh, But basically it was very much like the, uh, he was offered an extension. There were some like, uh, Clauses. There was some other stuff tied into, like, if the Nets won a title, all that sort of stuff. Kyrie's like, 
this is disrespect. Nah, I'm good. And the Nets are like, oh, no. Kyrie wants to leave. Oh, no. What are we going to do? So, obviously, we've got the Lakers as the favorite to land Kyrie if he, if he does get traded. Uh, you've got Dallas, the Clippers, Phoenix, Utah. Everybody's sort of kicking the tires on what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of talk out there, obviously, in NBA circles. Uh, the vibe is that it's actually going to happen pretty quickly because both sides seem pretty motivated because it gives the Nets at least a bit of a chance to take stock and figure out what the fuck else they're going to do this trade deadline. But at the same time, it does very much feel like they want to get this moving quickly. So it's like, all right, Lakers, what's your best offer? Go fuck yourself. Put in one of those draft picks from 27 or 29, as well as Russell Westbrook. Then we're talking. All right, you don't want to do that? Blow it out your ass. I'm going to Dallas. (laughs) Simple as that, right? Like, Brooklyn... You never want to lose an asset for nothing. Kyrie has also said, "Ah, oh, yeah, nah, I want to. I will. If I don't get traded, like I will, I will, you know, live up to the terms of my contract." And then it's like, "Oh, McCarth set out today's game. What a fucking shit for brains, dickhead he is, right?" Like, I enjoyed it though. So the rumors of him like now sitting out the season if he doesn't get traded, floating around after literally saying yesterday he would still play if he wasn't traded. So that sort of takes the bullet out of the chamber for the Nets of like, look, fuck it. We won't trade him. We'll ride it out to the bitter fucking end of this horror show of a Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant pairing that we pulled together out of our asses. And maybe we'll still win the title. And Kyrie's like, fuck you guys. I'm a calf. What a shithead. I do love it though. So if you want to quickly just uh, run down the Kyrie timeline... Uh, played 20 games in 1920 for the Nets. Gets hurt in the playoffs in 2021. It all falls apart from there. 2021-22, part-time player because he refuses to be a team player. <laughs> nah, just look, everybody else got vaccinated, but oh, nah, not me. Nah. Nah, I'm standing up for the voiceless or something. Also, I'm just not a fuckhead. <laughs> Definitely just a fuckhead. Uh... Best part was, obviously, they he comes back playing part-time. Looks pretty good. Uh, but in that sort of process of him refusing to get the vaccine, being a real team player, basically, James Harden goes, this is fucked. He's a psycho. Fuck this guy. I'm out. Trade me. And uh, so they trade James Harden for Ben Simmons, who is his own fucking kettle of fish, obviously. <laughs> Kyrie gets back playing, you know, all these games and... Uh, Gets fucking smoked because he's cooked by the end of the season. Can't guard anybody. Doesn't do anything. Uh, start of this year, suspended for amplifying a bit of anti-Semitism. Classic NBA Kanye dipshittery. Uh, this comes after, of course, saying in the offseason that he and Kevin Durant uh, will sit down with the owner and figure it out this offseason with the general manager moves and then they proceed to want Sean Marks fired, Steve Nash fired. Just real quality uh, sort of strategy being shown here. Just real not, uh, definitely not, I'm flying by the seat of my pants and I have a fucking worm brain vibes here either. Of course, this year after the suspension, uh, says all the right things, does the right things, literally three weeks ago says, yep, we're succeeding. We win, you know, they rip off 18 out of 20. Big wins. They're feeling good. They're looking great. Three weeks ago he says, yeah, 
Now this is great. We're succeeding because no one's half in. And then demands a trade. What a fucking nong. The Nets have paid him $136 million. All he's done is take the fucking piss. And he feels disrespected? Blow it out your ass, you fucking idiot. Seriously, he played 20 games, missed 62 and 19-20. Missed 28 games, played 54 games in uh, 2021. Missed, what else was it, in 21-22? No, there was the, no, 54. He missed a f- bunch of them anyway. Uh, basically, he's had two seasons worth of basketball in a four-year contract. Hasn't played in more than 11 games straight since coming to the Nets. That is outrageous. I absolutely love it. Because Kyrie's like, why won't they offer me a fully guaranteed maximum deal? And they're like, hey, Kyrie, what will happen if we don't? I will fucking burn this place to the ground. It's like, oh, well, that's maybe why we're not going to offer you a fully guaranteed deal, you fucking head case. Fucking hell. Get the fuck out of here, you absolute flog. Last point on this, though, really. Congratulations, you played yourself. Isn't that the vibe, right? Isn't this the biggest thing? Isn't every other team in the NBA just looking at this going, huh, didn't that fucking idiot just say everything was cool, pretend like it was chill, they were playing really well, and then it had been 17 days without nonsense and he decided to just fucking light the thing on fire? They were winning, right? They looked really good, right? And then this fucking psycho submarined it all? Ah, oh, we better get him on our team. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> a voice for the voiceless. What a fucking dipshit. Seriously. The thing is, you'll end up on the fucking Lakers and we'll all look like idiots. But uh, that's kind of leading to the point of, you know, who gets him? Uh, quickly, I mean... There was the big Woj piece today. LeBron James is an immense proponent of making a deal for his former Cavaliers teammate. And the Lakers are operating as a motivated suitor for Irving. The Nets are proceeding in talks through the league as they're determined to find a deal for Irving ahead of uh, the trade deadline on Thursday their time, which is Friday our time. Uh, Basically, LeBron wants Kyrie. Lakers want to get Kyrie. The Nets want to trade Kyrie. What's the price? Dallas trying to insert themselves in there going, hey, who wants Tim Hardaway? <laughs> Clippers are like, uh, can I interest you in a John Wall? A Luke Kennard? Do you want a Morris? We're, I know you've got a Morris, but do you want another Morris? Seriously. We've got no other picks, but I mean, just anything. Do you, do you want anything? Like, we well, can't, no, you can't take Paul. No, you can't take Hawaii. Just those two. Everything else is yours. Off you go. Reggie Jackson, anybody? No. Uh, Phoenix, that's been an interesting one. Like, do you take a flyer if you're Brooklyn on Chris Paul? If you get a little bit of something, something else out of Phoenix, and if Kyrie's like, yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get an extension with Phoenix, would you just go, right, fuck it, we're going to burn this thing down anyway after this season. We'll trade KD. Should we just like roll the dice on a CP3 acquisition and see if he and KD can sort of just click? Don't mind that, actually. If you can just sort of weasel something else out of Phoenix, like a Cam Johnson, maybe. Uh, Miami is obviously another name that's always going to be thrown out. I just can't quite see that because the weird thing with like Miami just don't have the sort of assets and they have all these sort of weird fucking contracts, but just 
no one good. You know? It's like, here goes, there goes my Tyler Hero. It's like, there's no chance in hell that Miami are going to go. Yeah, we'll trade Tyler Hero on his big contract. Uh, I think he's poison pill as well, though. So he only counts as like the outgoing salary. It's like this weird fucky thing with the uh, CBA uh, and the cap, right? So he's got this big extension kicking in, but his current salary only counts, whereas I think the in the actual outgoing money, but the average of his money over the lifetime of that deal sort of counts within the trade itself. It's fucked. Um, it's a bit tricky, though. Like Miami, would they be like, yeah, no, 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 Kyrie will definitely stay here. So, look, personal preference, I'd love to see Luca land Kyrie and just Kyrie try to submarine that as well because... This is kind of my vibe. Like, unless it's the Lakers, what other team is going to be just, a, you know, built and adept at dealing with this dumb fuckery? Like, what more do you need to see? <laughs> Burnt all his bridges with Cleveland, asked out of town. Burnt all his bridges in Boston, fucked off. Burnt all his bridges in Brooklyn, fucked off. Like, what do you think's going to happen next? You know, just, just throwing it out there. What could possibly happen on the next team that he lands on? <laughs> Let me think. He might just fuck it all up. I'm just saying. Nah, nah, nah. We're different, man. It's going to be sick. Kyrie's fucking great. Have you seen him dribble? He is fucking sick, as man. Anyway, uh, right. Trade deadline primer. Look, I think this one's going to be chaos. And I'm gonna. that's why I could sort of keep this one short in today's show, just because... I think sort of pontificating about trade deadline beyond I think we're going to see a shit ton of stuff is almost impossible because there's so many moving parts, so many different teams who are buyers, who are sellers. Um, There are probably less sellers than in years past just because as I keep sort of yelling about, the standings are so flat this year that everybody feels like they're a one move away. But the names that could probably be on the move aren't, enough to sort of put you that one move away, if that makes sense. Like, Zach Levine's not going to put a team into title contention just by himself. Like, there's no sort of Paul George-level perimeter dude who you can just go out and get. Brad Beal might be that sort of dude because he's got his no-trade clause, and, I mean, the dude just can't stay fucking healthy. It's just kind of like shrug emoji, right? And then in terms of other teams, like you've probably got four or five just like really motivated sellers in like Houston, San Antonio, maybe OKC, but they probably don't need to do any selling at the moment because they've just got that treasure trove. Detroit, Charlotte, probably Orlando with just their vets, maybe Chicago, maybe Washington. Obviously, perhaps Toronto, we just don't know. So the teams are going to, you know, keep an eye on the most are obviously like Phoenix with Jay Crowder. Obviously, a sneaky either Irving or, wink, wink, Kevin Durant. Who knows? Aiton, Bridges, Picks, what could go on? Obviously, Chicago with uh, their just, you know, aggressive mediocrity at the moment. Still two games under 500. Levine, DeMar DeRozan. Like, are they going to figure something out with the Knicks, Toronto, the Lakers? Who knows? Speaking of the Knicks, Fournier's contract's sort of there. They've got a couple of young dudes that you might be able to throw into stuff to make stuff interesting. Like It'd be hilarious if they picked up Zach Levine, wouldn't it? Just go get the guy who's had knee problems again because that's worked out 
with Alan Houston, Marbury, Penny, Amare, <laughs> Kemba. The list, it goes on. D-Rose. Um, I don't know. The Knicks are a weird one because it feels like they should be hunting even bigger names. And I feel like Carl Anthony Downs is like the one that everyone's just kind of like, oh, what can we get for, uh, what do you want for Carl? <laughs> I mean, you've made this big trade for Rudy. Nobody wants Rudy, but uh, I'll take Cat off your hands. What do you reckon? Um, Utah. Everybody who's not named Larry Markkinen, Kessler Walker, or Ocho Mbaji is basically up for grabs. Malik Beasley, Colin the Sex Man Sexton, obviously Mike Conley. It's all going on. And you know that Trader Danny's going to try to fucking rot everybody. So Utah will end up stuck with this exact same roster because no one wanted to deal with Danny Ainge. Uh, Toronto, Van Vliet of the Fighting Van Vliet's OG. And Anobi Siakam, question mark. Toronto just feel like that weird in-between team, right? They don't know if they're coming or going. They're 24 and 30 at the moment. But the state of the East is, like, they're still five games out of, like, just a playoff spot, let alone the play-in, where they're only one game out. So do they try to upgrade? But what are the upgrades out there for them? There's a sort of big question. Do they sort of try to reboot? Do they move from Van Vliet OG? Do they pull a big, big one and try to fucking cash in on Siakam and really burn this thing down? It's really tricky. They're in a hard spot, I feel. Because you feel like Siakam's good. OG's good. Van Vliet's good. Gary Terrence, Trent Darby Jr.'s good. Is there one thing that they can sort of swing, but their assets, their young talent? It's just one of those things. Like, you win a title in 2019. Now you're going to like, ah, oh, man, paying the piper sucks. Uh, Dallas, obviously, I mentioned them earlier. They've got to do something. They look a little bit hamstrung by the Knicks pick they owe, but they've still got... The weird thing is they've got decent contracts to move, but shit players attached to those contracts. So nobody's like, mm, yeah, give me Tim Hardaway Jr. That'd be awesome. Oh, cool. Davis Batans, Dwight Powell. Yay. No. Either way, they've got to move Tim Hardaway just because he stinks and get a person who can actually play fucking point guard. One of the things I would love to see Dallas do is just like, if they do just one of those sneaky, yeah, uh, fuck it, or move this sort of deck chairs Titanic vibe, if they can swing like a Mike Conley, just another real just settling ball handler like they had with Jalen Brunson and, you know, essentially someone outside of fucking Luca and Spencer Dinwiddie who can dribble without giving the ball to the other team, that'd be big. It'd be pretty handy. Now look at them try to get like Levine or something. Uh, Sacramento feels like, look, they probably shouldn't make any big moves, but they could also just be really sacramento and go do something weird and big. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Uh, feels like they're very keen on upgrading my sweet baby Isaac Okoro, that sort of swing position, right? So if they're going to s- trade off my sweet baby Karis LeVert, I'm just saying, this could all be fixed, I think, for Cleveland. Cleveland. If they just go get Jay Crowder. My sweet baby Karis LeVert in Phoenix, he'd be awesome. Uh, Okoro just, he's fun, but he just doesn't. Quite have it yet? Maybe he develops into that, but Cleveland, Cleveland are a fucking contender right now. So, uh, Memphis, same sort of vibes, right? If I'm the Grizzlies, I'm firing Dylan Brooks into the sun like for free. Like, hey, Elon, can I borrow a rocket real quick? <laughs> but if you get something for him, you're laughing. But this is the tricky part with Memphis, right? All of them fucking love him, and so you'd be trading one of their. But it's one of those things where, yeah, they all love him because they're young and they're fucking idiots, right? 
we've all been there. You've got like that one mate who you just sort of keep hanging around because you don't realize that they're a loose unit and they're going to get everybody in trouble and fuck some shit up. And it's like, it's kind of fun. And then something happens. You're like, oh, yeah, she's seen that coming. Fuck. That's Dylan Brooks. Get him out of there. Do they go hard after the OG and Anobi? Just that absolute fucking penultimate glue dude to put next to Desmond Bain, Ja Morant and co, where he can score if you need it. He's basically like a fucking hyped up, awesome version. Taller, better all round than Dylan Brooks. And I mean, they've got what, 24 Warriors picks, their own picks. They can move some shit. I think if they did something like that, it kind of is like one of those weird little needle movers where you're like, oh, ooh, hang on. There's something here. Uh, Atlanta, they're going to move John Collins, don't they? San Antonio, is anybody a keeper? Calden, Calden Johnson. Teenage Mutant Jakob Pertle's on his way going, surely. Clippers, consolidation trade. What do you reckon incoming? There should be a swing from Portland as well. Like Clippers and Portland are those weird ones because, ironically, did a big trade deal last year. With Lord Bobby Covington and Norm Norm Powell going off, and uh, you know, <laughs> it added to the Clippers' depth. I ostensibly made them better, sure. Whereas Portland, like, ah, well, we didn't get much for that, but here we are. It just feels like there's either a consolidation trade, or there should be just one more thing that both of those teams can do, right? Um, other sort of like names out there, obviously. The Sixers are sort of playing it sort of, you know, close to the chest. Absolutely, who the fuck knows teams are like the Wizards. Like, no one knows what that team's going to do. OKC, Sam Presti, it just he moves in the night. Miami, same sort of vibes. When they make a move, you're like, oh, fuck, where did that come from? Indy, feel like they were just like, nah, we don't mind this team. This is kind of cool. Look at Benny Matherin. He's awesome. Uh, Houston, they've got to finally fucking move Eric Gordon, don't they? Detroit, same with them with Bojan Bogdanovic. Uh, everybody not named Lamelo Ball is up for grabs in Charlotte. He's the only one nailed down. Everything else is floating around. Take it. Orlando, vets like Gary Harris, T. Rouse. Off they go. Denver, it feels like they may... Look, their Bones Highland sort of thing is just getting a bit weird. So they'll move him and I just don't know where he's going to land. Uh, Golden State. A Pirtle for Wiseman deal, question mark? I don't know, just something like that might be on the cards. Maybe a bit of a little bit of a swing to sort of solidify that defense or something. I don't know. The Wolves, Cat, don't know. Could you do it? The Pelicans, they might have another consolidation thing in there as well after they finally got a win, uh, which you love to see. But I don't know. What's out there? And, of course, the Lakers. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Celtics, they'll be fine. And we sort of land with Brooklyn. <laughs> what a setup. What a week. Can't wait. Um, I'll do five trades I want to see in the unpopular opinions in a second. Right, quick all-star reserves. They were announced back on Friday. That was fun. Western Conference, we had Paul George. What? Shy Redder, Gilgis Alexander, Jaron Jackson Jr., Apparently the coaches like defense. Damian Lillard, Lowry, that's a girl's name, Markinen, the finisher, Ja Morant, the Suvlaki King, Demata Sabonis. In the East, bam, bam. Adebayo, Jalen Brown, DeRozan there. Bit of an interesting one. 
Uh, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Halliburton, loved it. Drew Holiday, what? And Julius Randle. A couple of weird quirks out in the East. Halliburton makes it. Drew makes it over James Harden, Jalen Brunson, Trey Young. DeMar makes it over, what, Siakam? Bam makes it over his teammate, Jimmy Butler, probably. And in the West, you've got Jaron Jackson over AD. Both missed a bunch of time. It was weird to see Jaron make it. Paul George instead of CJ McCollum or Ant-Man or De'Aaron Fox. Bit of an interesting one. He's played 38 games as Paul George. Um, but I think we had our predictions like three weeks out from that announcement and got a lot of the team right, basically. The tricky ones were Siakam not making it, Trey Young not making it, and Brunson not making it. Uh, I always sort of thought it would be unlikely that the Knicks, the Knicks would get two in Brunson and Randall. They got Randall. That's okay. I'm happy that Halliburton made it in. But, yeah, Holiday over, like, Trey or Harden is a bit of a uh, an interesting one. Siakam over DeRozan is, I don't know. I feel like Siakam's had a better year than DeRozan and both their teams are shit. <laughs> so it's like you're not really rewarding. I would demise, you know, he's here. But he's gotten the Bulls into ninth spot two games under 500. Like, Siakam's been playing his balls off. And they're, you know, they're 24 and 30. But he's been fucking awesome. So, bit of a weird one. Uh, in the West, I had... Obviously, I had Jar starting over Steph. That was always not going to happen. And Sabonis over uh, Zion. But, so it's good to see, obviously, you know, Jar and Sabonis both get the nod. SGA, Dame. I had Darren Fox... And CJ McCollum. So Paul George and Triple J are like sort of wonky ones for me. Uh, but it's not too crazy. I do love it though when people are snubs, snubs. And it's like, oh, you've got to replace who you think's a snub. It's like, yes, no shit. That's how it fucking works. I'm not a four year old. <laughs> like, I love a good NBA lecture. Oh, well, if you, if you say so on snub, you've got to take somebody off. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? It'd be fucking dumb otherwise. Jesus. Like, so in terms of that, Harden versus, like, uh, probably Holiday. Like, Holiday has kept that Milwaukee team sort of afloat, but he's not had probably as much of an impact as Trey or Harden all rounds. Oh, he's a good defender. He's fine. It was just a bit of a head-scratcher. DeRozan, yeah. Look, he was on my list initially anyway. I also had Siakam, so uh, I'd be taking off Holiday. I think Halliburton missed probably too much time as well. I'd love to see Halliburton making it over, like Harden, which is hilarious. But look, I can't argue with it. I think it's fine. Like If the characters want to reward Holiday for his defense and DeRozan for being around for ages and sort of just being a stone-cold killer, night in, night out, just not as good as last year. Away you go. And that's kind of the way it sort of feels like it fell, right? Like Tr- Jaron Jackson Jr. missed a bunch of time as well. Came back, but he's been one of the best defensive players in the fucking NBA. Paul George has had like some pretty meek, big moments, but he's missed a big chunk of time. So I don't know. It feels like that the coaches, when they vote for this sort of stuff, they were kind of like, nah, what I've seen is this. <laughs> it doesn't really matter right now. And you're like, all right. So, Trey Young not getting rewarded for, you know, trying to get his fucking coach fired and 
Jimmy Butler missing out was a bit of a weird one, but that's kind of like, oh, well, I voted for Bam. The team's not very good and he's been better. And you're like, all right, sure. So I'm not really big on snubs and shit like that, but, you know, just expand the fucking rosters to 15 so it's like the exact same as an actual NBA team and then we're all fucking fine, aren't we? Right, some weekend winners and losers. Oh, my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me Ken Brockman. Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. In other news, um, tragic mix-up today in Cleveland. Many people killed. It was in Brooklyn. Many people oh, killed. There you go. It was Kyrie. Uh, weekend winners, Lakers. This is all they needed. They needed a Kyrie just trade request, and now they'll probably get Kyrie. <laughs> and he'll probably, they'll do something dumb and go, oh, no, nah, no, nah, LeBron's here. He'll keep Kyrie in line. How did that work out last time? Oh, they're much more mature now. Sure. What about Kyrie screams maturity to you? <laughs> I want Kyrie on the Lakers just to bring that absolute bum fuckery, just chaos. Away we go. Uh, but yeah, the Lakers are definitely weekend winners because they're like, aha, now we probably won't have to give up, you know, our two fucking firsts to upgrade our roster at the deadline. Hooray, nice. Uh, the Bucks weekend winners. Holiday gets an all-star nod kind of out of nowhere, which is gnarly. What was it, nine years since his last one? It's like the longest fucking stretch. That's great. They smoked the heat, though, after beating the Clippers in an incredible comeback. They just keep winning. That's seven straight, the longest win streak in the NBA. One game back at Boston in the East. They're feeling pretty good. Sixers, good week for them as well. Uh, bounce back after their shit loss. Uh, just sort of getting that nice get-right spot against the Spurs after turning around and like handling the magic again on the second leg of that sort of... Uh, you know, double up. Good turnaround by the Sixers because you feel like the Sixers would usually fumble the bag, but they didn't. Uh, Pacers, weekend winners, Halliburton came back, played back-to-back games, and the Pacers like, hey, watch this, we'll be fucking awesome. And you're like, Jesus, they are fucking awesome. <laughs> it was crazy. They beat the Kings. They had no business beating the Kings. I love this Pacers team with Halliburton. Halliburton's just awesome. Uh who else do we have? Weekend winners. The Mavs, big winner of the Pelicans on Friday. They sat Luka against Golden State. They still put up a fight. you love to see that. The winner of the Pelicans was good, though. They did try to shit the bed down the stretch. Very classic Mavs. Uh, but they held on. Hawks, big win in Utah. Called that one. Uh, they were always going to get smashed in Denver the day after. But it was that first one that mattered. They got that win. It's hard to sort of make anything of the Hawks. They're 27 and 27. 500 feels exactly right, right? They're the eighth seed. They're 500. That sums up their year. <laughs> oh. And doesn't it feel like when they trade John Collins, it's going to be like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. It's like, wait, we need an athletic big rim runner. Didn't we have one of those? Check the back of the pantry. Oh, no, nah, we gave it away. <laughs> you idiots. Uh, Donnie Mitchell. Right, weekend winners and losers. Uh, this is the punch-ons. Look. I don't want to see folks getting hurt, obviously, but I love the passion. Let's go. This is the bunch of players actually suddenly going, hang on, fuck you, let's go. Whether it be Mo Bamba going, oh, I fucking hate Austin Rivers, I'm going to take his head off, or Donnie Mitchell going, that prick Dylan Brooks just punched me in the nuts, I'm going to fucking kill him. Like, that's awesome. Enough of the buddy-buddy bullshit. I want to see him go at each other with a bit of passion. There's no punches, real punches being thrown at this. A bit of scuffling. It's all a bit pansy-wansy, whatever. That's good. I don't care. Have a crack. 
And the results of that, so weekend winners, I mean, Mo Bamba versus Austin Rivers, I'll... If you're going to actually sort of uh, score that one out, Jalen Suggs wins that because he fucking just comes over, crash tackles Austin Rivers. Uh, but Mo Bamba got suspended four games, which is pretty funny. I do love that he sort of went, Austin Rivers does have a punchable face. I'm going to try to punch it. I'm going to punch it right off his fucking head. And Austin Rivers is like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> so how has Austin Rivers not been in more fights with that fucking giantly punchable face where he doesn't have the automatic Jordan Clarkson reaction of like squaring up going, I'll fucking kill you. Like, go full meth head, Austin Rivers. Like, he doesn't have a fucking chin, so you can't really hit him in it, but Austin Rivers also got suspended three games. Suggs missed, uh, will miss one because he got uh, suspended for, you know, basically crash-tackling Austin Rivers. I loved it, but it was a good punch-on. Uh, without, you know, too much of a punch-on, but Donnie Mitchell and uh, Dylan Brooks, love that one. Because we also got uh, Reggie Miller going on for about 20 minutes, but... Uh, Geez, Kev, I don't even know see what he's doing. It's like, Donnie Mitchell just lost it. It's like, Reggie, he very clearly hits him in the fucking nuts. What are you doing? He's just gone hammering tongs in his old fella. Reggie, didn't he? Glasses, mate. What is going on? Anyway, they suspended Dylan Brooks for one game, fined Donnie Mitchell for 20 grand. Uh, that one definitely felt like there was a bit of a uh, sposh behind it. But either way, we're winners coming out of that because it's just good to see a bit of passion. No one needs to get hurt. Bit of fucking, you know, argy-bargy. Off you go. Uh, last one, Bucks Clippers. How good was that game? What an absolute fucking barn burner. I love a good, oh, yeah, it's February. Let's get a fucking playoff game happening. That was great. Anyway, i get to that in game wraps quickly. Losers. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 Kevin Durant. Loser. <laughs> KD's just going to be beside himself. He's like, what the fuck? Kyrie, we want 18 to 20. What are you doing? Don't fuck this up for me. I left Golden State to come here and play with you, and all you've done is being a fucking pain in my ass. Fuck off. Or... Shut up and fucking hoop. Seriously, Kevin Durant, every time he gets hurt, shit just falls apart. The Harden trade, Kyrie, fucking boom, trade request. I mean, this is also, though, 100% the basketball universe going, that's what you get for leaving OKC for Golden State, the team that beat you, the 73-9 and team. Yeah, Kevin, you thought that was going to go unpunished? Guess what? Boom, four years of dealing with fucking Kyrie Irving. Seriously, you go to... You also then tempt the basketball gods by leaving basketball nirvana in Golden State and Steph Curry, and you go, no, no, no. The smart thing to do will be to throw my fucking lot in with NBA Kanye. A giant fucking head case. What are you doing? So a weekend loser, Kevin Durant's just sitting at home watching all this shit pop off on his phone going, oh, fuck. <laughs> but we were good. Ah, <laughs> uh, Boston, weekend losers. Look, they should have been weekend winners. Uh, because just for Kyrie going to ruin another franchise after he tried to do it so hard to Boston, but they had the temerity and the young talent to go, actually, fuck off, we don't care, um, was pretty great. Like, they're going to feel pretty good about themselves because also it basically submarines mo- most of a, another sort of East contender because when Brooklyn were flying, 
Boston have got to have been like, oh, man, we swept these guys last year. This is going to be a bit tougher. Nah, NBA Kanye to the rescue. Uh, but also, Boston did lose that Phoenix game, and they look shit. That's like their kryptonite. I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I mentioned this on this show. Might have mentioned on Fox on Fox or at least Code Bear Daily. I want too much stuff. Anyway, the thing is, Tatum struggles against the Suns. He's only averaged like I think twenty three points against them across the last six. Twenty points for his entire career against the Suns. Boom, drops twenty on three of fifteen shooting. They just sort of stunk up the joint. Phoenix just have their number. It's weird. Anyway. It's just the, the defense they play on Tatum, they've sort of got the bigger bodies they can throw into him. Chris Paul just fucking harangues everybody. It was a weird game. Good game by Phoenix. Anyway, losers, Washington. If you can't beat Cam Thomas, you should fold your franchise. Also, Washington, what I tell you? Well, they win 6-7 straight and then boom. Oh, we better lose this home game to the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, and to the Brooklyn Nets, who don't have Kyrie Irving. Ben Simmons, or Kevin Durant. (laughs) Be more Washington at that point, really. I mean, that's just, that's chaos. I love it. Washington, what are you doing? Seriously, the Nets started Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, uh, fucking old mate Eddie Bernie Sumner, Edmund Sumner, and Seth the shit one Curry, and Cam Thomas dropped 44 on them and they lost the game. What are you doing, Wizards? That team is fucked. And they also lose Kyle Kuzma to an ankle sprain. And probably the worst time to lose Kyle Kuzma to an ankle sprain, just before the trade deadline. Uh, the Heat, tough loss to the Bucks after losing that Knicks game. They're just in this weird sort of... So a couple of, you know, back-to-back losses against good teams. You're like, oh, how good is Miami? I just don't know. Uh, Sacramento, fire the laser. We can't fire the laser. They lost the Halliburton ball. With Indy on a back-to-back, they never looked in that game. Just one of those ones where you're like, guys, do you want, when are you going to start playing? <laughs> they just never did. It was not great. Like, so the Suvlaki can had 15, 16, and 6, but just oh, the offense was just shit. And defensively, I think, what was it? The Pacers hit like 17 threes or something in that game. You're like, oh, yeah. Hey, Sacramento, get out on shooters. My guys. Uh, Clippers, that 21-point lead they blew in that loss to uh, the Bucks. You're like, oh, but at least they turned around and beat the Knickerbockers. It's like they just beat the Knickerbockers, but they did. Um, but, yeah, that Clippers game, like, oof. Watching their offense just grind to a complete fucking dead halt in the last three and a half minutes of that game, just not great. It's like, oh, look at all this depth. And you're like, ah. Oh. Can anyone outside of Paul George or Kawhi Leonard make a fucking shot? It's like, no. What happens when they don't make a shot? Well, we're fucked. <laughs> Portland, ah, get the win over the Wizards and they lose that Chicago game. It's a back-to-back. Yeah, Dame dropped 40. He's going to be sitting there going, how can we lose games all the time when I'm dropping 40? What the fuck? Uh, Knicks, amazing loss to the Clippers. Gave up the ghost in the end to uh, Nick Batum for the game-tying three. So Nixy. After getting a nice win the day before, or a couple of days before against the Heat, lose to the Clippers. What are you doing? Uh, Wolves, Austin Rivers getting jumped and everyone being like, yep, get him. <laughs> but also to lose the Magic at home, what are you doing? Also, finally, Austin Rivers, weekend loser. All that whinging and whining, the most punchable man in the NBA finally got fucking got. And you reckon a few other folks are going to be like, oh, yeah, let's do that. That's not a bad idea. All right. 
Quick game wraps. Uh, let's fly through these. The Lakers beat the Pacers back on Friday, 112, 111. Uh, AD was awesome. And uh, LeBron just inching ever close to Kareem's all time record. That'll go this week. It'll be in that Milwaukee game, won't it? It's almost like it's scripted. Who did Kareem play for? The Lakers in Milwaukee. Who's playing? The Lakers in Milwaukee. <laughs> if you don't think Adam Silver rigged that, I have a very nice beach parcel of land just outside of Ballarat, to tell you. Um, good win for the Lakers. They needed that. And, of course, then they dropped a uh, another one just today. And you're like, what is going on here against the Pels? Anyway, Cavs, Grizz, 128. Cavs ran over the top of them in the second half. Uh, really sort of just put the boot down. Grizzlies never really kind of kept up. Darius Garland taking over after Donnie uh, got into the brouhaha was awesome. Darius Garland is a fucking menace, and I love him. Big win for the Cavs without Donnie. Dylan Brooks, though, like, seriously, you might want to keep him just past the trade deadline because it's like, hey, Dylan Brooks, see the other team's best, most important player. Can you just go start something with him and get kicked out, get you both kicked out? He's like, yeah, not a problem, bro. Uh, Knicks beat the Heat, as I mentioned, 106-104. Crazy game. Just... Julius Randle with the dunk at the end. You're like, what is happening? Oh, my God. It was awesome. Uh, good win for the Knickerbockers. The Bulls beat the Hornets. Of course, they did. They should have. Uh, Mavs snuck by the Pelicans, tried to give up the Ghost. As mentioned, they were killing them and uh, end up winning 111-106. Spindles Ingram working his way back into form. you love to see that. The Nugs beat the Warriors in Golden State, 134-117. Joke with a big triple-double smash. And the Bucks played that Clippers game. Absolutely incredible, 106-105. Giannis, 54-19. Fuck you. Just, what was that? Anyway, 21-point lead, the Clippers blew. Scoreless for like almost the last four minutes. Shit house. Pistons on Saturday. Uh, beat the Hornets 118-112 because the Hornets are on a back-to-back. Called it. Um, 107, Pacers beat the Kings. As mentioned, that was crazy. Halliburton played on a back-to-back. Did not expect that. They're a completely different team when he plays. They were awesome. Just dismantled the Kings, hit all their threes. Blazers won 24-116. Mention this, awesome win. And then they go and fucking lose to Chicago today. Anyway, uh, 33 for Anthony. The Extreme Zinger Meal is absolutely fucking flying at the moment. The Extreme Zinger Meal. 32 for him. Um, but the Blazers just outplayed them, especially in that last quarter. They ran over the top of it. It was awesome. Uh, still leaves the Blazers in that weird sort of no man's land, though, of like, you know, 26 and 27, just outside the play-in. Got to make a move. Suns beat the Celtics, as mentioned, 106-94. Just discombobulated the Boston Celtics, did uh, the Suns. It was wild. This was without Devin Booker, without anybody just going absolutely ham. Like, Michael Bridges is just a menace every time he plays Boston, right? He had 25 in this one, 14 and 13 for the homie Dario Saric. Love to see him go off. But it was just that, yeah, they harangued the Celtics into shit shooting. They shot under 40%. Under They shot 26% from three and just couldn't get anything going. Even had Kyrgios going, can we fucking trade Grant Williams? <laughs> it's like, all right, Nick Kyrgios. Celtics GM. Uh, Raptors beat the Rockets 117-111. Magic beat the Wolves 127-120. That was hilarious, as I mentioned. That was the punch on. Sixers took care of the Spurs 137-125 in San Antonio. And the Hawks beat the Yaz, as mentioned, 115-108. That backcourt. There's always going to be a problem for the Jazz. And uh, even though DeJunte couldn't hit a fucking shot, DeAndre, Hannah, he was rolling too. So good win 
Larry was awesome. Conley was good. Clarkson was good. And it's just like the rest of you, like, ooh, that's not great. And then today's game, what also happens? Uh, the Wizards, Nets, that was hilarious. The Nets, that was a big win. Cam Thomas, 44, 23-point comeback. The Zinger, he's fully charged. Supercharged Zinger Burger. Supercharged, 38. Cam Thomas, though, 44, too good. Nets, big win. They needed that. Just how good does that feel to win after just the shit show of the Kyrie, NBA, Kanye-ing it all up? Pelicans beat the Lakers, 131-126. LeBron James is within, what, 36 of cream, whatever. But Pelicans finally snapped their 10-game win streak. Losing streak, sorry. Spindles had 35 against his old team. AD had 34 and 14 against his old team. No love lost there. No love lost. Suns turned around on a back-to-back and beat the Pistons 116-100 because they had the Pistons. Clippers won in overtime against the Knicks 134-128 because Knicks stunk on defense, missed that Batum three, go to overtime, and then they just played zero defense on the Clippers who scored, was it 20 points? 19 points in the overtime. It was chaos to watch. You're like, hey, Guys, guys, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Kawhi had 35. Paul George had 30. Like the Clippers had a 17-point lead in this game. Batum ties it back up at 115. And you're like, just nicks. How did you nick that up? You really nicked it up. Brunson was awesome. He had 41. But nah. Anyway, uh, what else? Blazers, Bulls, Bulls beat them 129-121. I wanted the Blazers to win that one so much. It's the Martel Webster-Lamarcus Aldridge game. I love that. Uh, 123-115 there. Bucks just took care of their heat. Giannis with a triple-double. Thunder, 153-121 over the Rockets because Shy Redigil just Alexander went up for 42. Warriors beat the Lucas Mavs pretty handily, 119-113. Mavericks with the backdoor cover just out of nowhere. Killing me. Nuggets smash the Hawks. 128, 108. All right, let's do some, you know, performances of the weekend. Pretty easy stuff, I think, these ones. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. All right, really quickly through the weekend gear because we'll get into the uh, nice stuff in a second. This one's already going long. Giannis over the Clippers. What a weekend for Giannis. He's going to get this. 54-19 and 19 against the Clips. He was unbelievable. Then the triple-double against the Heat. Just, like, what are you doing? It's amazing. Like, that heat win that they had today, he was so fucking good. 35, 15, 11. He goes 13 and 19 from the floor. After a 54 and 19 where he goes and gets, like, what, 50 burgers or whatever the fuck it was. Unbelievable. He's unreal. SGA, as mentioned, 42 against the Rockets. I mean, it's against the Rockets, so that's really about a 28 against a normal team. Uh, but, God damn, he should have gone for 50. But Mark Dagono is like, um, no, we're not going to play you more than 30 minutes because we're kicking the fuck out of this shit, Rockets team. And uh, I'm going to mention him again later, but Jam and Jamal Murray is absolutely on one at the moment. 41 the other day, sorry, today, uh, against the Hawks on a back-to-back, but he is shredding. And Dame, the 45-5, and lost to Chicago. That was his third 40-piece in four games. Unbelievable. you love to see it. Spot of the night. Spud, 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 sp
Chris Paul, 0 of 7 as the uh, Sun snuck by Detroit. He had 14 assists, though, so he'll pay that. Jingle Joe Ingles, 0 of 6 today, but they still beat the Heat. And Jingles probably threw out some pretty good shit-talking in there as well. They threw the Heat off their game. Uh, there was a great story the other day uh, from Corey Kispert. It was like, yep, Joe Ingles is just a fucking menace out there because it's not even just the shit-talking. It's just the annoying shit. Like, if you've got something on your arm, you've got a shooting sleeve, he just grabs it and pulls it all the way down. And you're like... Oh, yeah, that's totally jingles. That's an annoying thing to do. That's funny as hell. <laughs> he went 0 of 6 today, they did jingles. Tough one. Uh, <laughs> undefeated shit talking. Well, Poole, Schroeder, and Killian Hazel went 1 of 6. 2 of 10 for Bruce Brown. Jalen Green, 4 of 15. Gross. Jeru Holiday, 4 of 15 against the Clips. Gross. I'm an all-star. You're an all-star, Ari. 4 of 19, though, for Spitzel. Spencer Dinwiddie the other day. And uh, that's just a shocker against uh, – that was the win they had against the Pelicans. It was all right today, though. He had 25. Um, what else? Uh, we had 314 for Air Wiggins, Air Canada. Don't mind a good Wigo game. Uh, Wigo, that was the – so Wiggins sort of just having these random sort of like, no, oh, I've forgotten how to, lo- how to win these. It's like, yeah, where are you? Oh, you're on the road. Oh, it's against the Nuggets. Mm. I don't feel great about that. 3 of 14 he should against the Nuggets the other day. And anyway, 3 of 15, as mentioned, for Tatum against Phoenix. PJ Hamilton, Washington, did the same too because he's just bad. Paolo, 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 3 of 16, not ideal. Rusty Westbrook, 2 of 16 in the win the other day uh, for the Lakers over the Pacers. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Uh, but of course... The man who saved the day over the weekend. He went and shot. Woo! Yes, Ish Wainwright goes 311. Who's old mate? No mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Who's got no mates today? What's well, Kyrie Irving? It's like, uh, what's that over there? It's a bridge. Hey, Kyrie, what are you doing? Oh, I'm burning it. He got booed during the pregame introductions of Brooklyn today. And he like I just love it. It's like, oh, I can't believe they're booing me. Oh, they're not even in my corner. It's not, No, if you just acted like a fucking normal person, they wouldn't be booing you, Kyrie. You asked for a trade from their team. Of course they're going to boo you. And he's also the one now out there on IG like, oh, hey, man, keep people around you are going to like big up you unconditionally. I'm like, I don't want that. What are you talking about, Kyrie? Seriously. Like, keep, you know, all that negative energy away. It's like, yeah, negative energy, keep that away. But people who only fucking big up you unconditionally? What are you... That's horrible. That's what... That's a yes man, you dumb fuck. What are you talking about? My God. Hey, I want everybody around me to always tell me that I'm great. What? That's a shit way to go about it, you dumb fuck. I want someone to go, hey, Jimmy, you're acting like a fuckwit. Pull your head in. It's like, oh, all right, maybe I will. (laughs) You know? That shit isn't fucking hard sometimes. Jesus. What a shitbird. But, yeah, getting booed at home. uh, Very old mate, no mates. And, again, who's going to trade for him? Uh, But the tricky part is the pants of the night. (laughs) 
how angry do you reckon Sean Marks gets? Like, he's a Kiwi, so not very. But at the same time, how many times do you reckon he's punched a wall because of Kyrie Irving? I put the over-under at about four and a half. Yeah, and I'd probably go the over. So, oh, fuck, Brew. He's fucking awesome. Gone and asked for a fucking trade, isn't he? Oh, this is bullshit. I fucking hate this guy, eh? He's such a fucking pain in my ass. <laughs> Uh, FYI, Sean Mark sounds nothing like that. <laughs> but that was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, he got pants by this tr- Kyrie trade request. Because this is literally... So the one thing I didn't lean on so much at the top is that this is his way of getting paid. Because nobody in their right mind next year is going to go, hey, Kyrie Irving, here is a three-year guaranteed max contract. No one's going to do that. If you trade for him now, though, you can negotiate a contract extension with his bird rights at least this offseason and he can get more money. So I don't think that this is some fucking altruistic bullshit from Kyrie. It's just more him going, I asked these guys for more money. They said, nah, we're not entirely sure about that because you're a head case. And he's like, fuck you then. I'm going to go get money from everybody else. And they're like, all right. So yeah, just keep that in mind. But yeah, Sean Marks basically going, all right, cool. We ask for a trade then and we'll see what we can do. And he's like, hey, Sean pants down, I'm going to ask for a trade. Everyone's like, oh, classic Brooklyn. It's like, talk about rocking a hard place for Sean Marks. Anyway, probably could have dealt with all of this better by just not signing KD and Kyrie. You know? Of course you would have done it. You do that 100 times out of 100. You probably deal with the rest of the shit better, though. Anyway, better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Cam fucking Thomas. 44 points. Kyrie fucking who? <laughs> 16 to 23 from the floor. 4 of 5 from 3. Uh, more than eclipses Lonzo's highest score ever, which is 33. Uh, 44 points. 4 of 5 from downtown. 4 assists, 5 rebounds. You love to see it. Uh, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week. I mean, it's a three-pronger. Dylan Brooks for punching Donnie Mitchell in the dick. Uh, Reggie Miller for somehow not seeing it and mentioning it like maybe once. Oh, Kev, I think you got him in the groin. (laughs) Uh, Austin Rivers. Uh, But also, like, Kyrie's just thrown himself right into the Flog of the Year Award uh, candidacy with the uh, trade demand. Uh... Hey, don't they want, why don't they want to give me all this money? Oh, fuck them. It's like, maybe that's the reason, Kyrie. <laughs> you fucking lunatic. Uh, but Dylan Brooks, the dick punch. Austin Rivers, his punchable face. Reggie Miller for not realizing that Dylan Brooks had fucking fair wanged Donnie Mitchell's old fella. Jesus, what is going on? Anyway, but Kyrie Irving. He's like, he and Draymond with the I'm back facts, a flog of the years right there. Off we go. All right, let's do some ENRs right after this real quick. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Elliot. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, 
Atlas is in the NRs. As always, <clears throat> brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Go get your merch. Get your merch. People. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Listen to the funny man. All right. Um, yeah, go do that. Get your merch. Get your merch. Uh, also, it's from the NBA Australia Shop. NBAAustralia.com slash shop. And the socials. Just click through. It's right there. Uh, let's do some Yanaz. Uh, Dan Drosher. Let's do some all-star snabs. Oh, snab. You got snabbed, Dan Drosher. Uh, basically, was like, hey, Halliburton over Harden is awesome. Yeah, nah. Yeah, it is. Because I think you can bitch and moan about maybe DeMar, but whatever. Halliburton over Harden is rad because, A, he was impacting his team better. And, B, it was just better. <laughs> like, by every countable measure until he got hurt. He was playing his ass off. Harden has taken, what, three months to get into shape and get into a bit of a groove, and now he's looking pretty good. Halliburton's been way better across the sort of spread of the season, though, and was making his team a fucking legit awesome fun team. And as soon as he comes back, boom, it happens again. Uh, so, yeah, Halliburton over Harden is awesome. And then Dan also threw in, I'm biased, but taking spice, I'm taking Spicy P over DeMar and Randall. Yeah, nah, over DeMar, yep. Uh, no problems with that one. As I mentioned earlier, better all-round game all season than DeMar. Uh, over Randall, uh, that's a tricky one because I'd have to then put in Bronson at some point as well and drop somebody else out. But Randall's been fucking good statistically. He stood up in some big games here and there. I think the question for me is more I'd have Brunson in over Randall because... What's changed from last year when the Knicks were shit? Brunson came in, made them all good, and he's been fucking great. So I would add Brunson ahead of Randall, I think. And uh, I wouldn't... I don't think I'd take Spicy P over Brunson. Um, so I can't really take him over Randall either because Randall has also been pretty fucking good. Tricky one. But yeah, give me Spicy P over DeMar. 100%. Uh, was Trey snubbed? Yeah, nah. Nah, fuck no. This is 100% the coaches going... This is what you get for trying to get Nate McMillan fired, you piece of shit. <laughs> His team alternates between stinking and then looking like they should, you know, make another run to the playoffs. Like he's, but he's about as much as of a leader of, as like, of men as, like, fucking ScoMo or something. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, what? Why is he here? <laughs> Can we fuck him off like we did? You know, with Elbow? Who's the Elbow? I thought... Maybe that'd be DeJunte, but not quite. Uh, Darren Fox or Ant-Man snubbed. Yeah, nah. I mean, the West was a bit weird. The Paul George thing very much felt like a uh, reputation vote because he missed all that time. And I think Darren Fox, Sabonis, pretty similar to the Knicks, right? Where you, it's going to be tough to have two dudes from like a team that, I mean, for the Knicks, they're not that great. For Sacramento, it's just the coaches going, eh, they're still Sacramento. Yeah, they're like the three seed, but it's still Sacramento. Like, how many coaches do you reckon are really fucking watching that many Kings games at this point? They should be watching them because they're fucking awesome. But I'm not sure if they are. Uh, Ant-Man. No, I still reckon, like, CJ McCollum is probably the tougher, like, omission at the hands of probably Paul George or Jaron Jackson Jr., and it's just the squeeze, though, in the West, right? Like, you've got so many good guards. And then you've got to find room for, like, Zion, Sabonis, Markinen. And if you can throw Paul George in there, you're like, what's going on? So, yeah. It's hard to say they're snubs. They were both 
really fucking good. Um, and a great one from Jez Oz. Late comer to the, uh, yeah, Nas, I just saw it. The Nets would be better off letting basketball Kanye to go in free agency than trading him for Rusty. Yeah, nah. Oh. Rusty, but if they get something else out of that, that's a that's the sort of key there, right? Yeah, you let but NBA Kanye go in free agency if you know that he's going to play out this year and not be a fucking sookie lala and go, oh, I'm a calf. Because, yeah, just straight up for Rusty, you just don't do it. you got to get something else out of that deal. Uh, he goes on on the flip side. Any deal for Kyrie to the Lakers should be for nothing less than AD. Kyrie and Benny and a future pick or a bench clogger to LA for the brow. Yeah, nah. Oh, fuck yeah. You do that in a heartbeat if you're Brooklyn, but yeah, no way the Lakers do that. Kyrie and Benny. Yeah, just get the clutch gang back together. Ben and fucking LeBron can hang out and LeBron can... Uh, kick his ass into the gear and Ben can pretend that he's famous for something. Um, <laughs> it does make me think, like, what do you do if you go, right, should we trade KD at the same time? Just saying. All right, quick unpopular opinion of the day. The five trades that I reckon we've got out of here. Let's go. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. All right, I want to see Kyrie go to Dallas. I kind of just do. I just want to see Luca with, like, a half-decent dude. If it all fucking falls apart, whatever. You've given up Tim Hardaway, Bertans' contract, Jaden Hardy in a first in 2025 or something. If I'm Brooklyn, I want Greeny. I want Tim Hardaway, Bertans' contract, and Josh Green, and that first for Kyrie. I'm playing hardball. I've got to pretend like he's probably going to play out this season with us. But I just want to see Luca with like a really good offsider. You know? Just somebody else on that team who can dribble outside of Spencer Dinwiddie. He's going to go to the Lakers, but still. Uh, Three-teamer, OG, Ananobi to Portland, and Jakob Pertl. Teenage Mutant Jakob Pertl to Portland. How does that happen, Jim? Well, to the Spurs, you send off, uh, you're offloading that Nurkic, con- Nurkic contract. They're rebuilding anyway. Hopefully, they can sort of take a little bit of that money if you're going to pay them off uh, with a first and a second. Uh, if you reroute a... Uh, well, I think one of those Portland firsts that you've got, send that to them. Off you go. We'll take Pirtle off your hands to get OG. Uh, here is Josh Hart, Nasir Little, and two other firsts from Portland. Maybe you give us your Raptors first back for this year, and we give that one to the Spurs for Pirtle, and away we go. So 24 and 26 first from Portland to the Raptors for OG to go with Nasir Little and Josh Hart. You send that 23 Raptors number one to the Spurs with Nurk to pay them off to get your Pirtle, and away you go. Feels good. Portland have got OG and Pirtle. Changes the sort of size and shape of that team a little bit. Spurs get a couple of, you know, a pick for Pirtle. You probably throw in a number one or two as well. They can maybe use that Nurk contract to move on elsewhere. And the Raps get two firsts and a couple of handy players, Hart, which they can move on if they want, and another prospect in this year, Little. Don't know. I don't mind that. Uh, Zeki Kaks, Adam Levine to the Knicks. I mentioned this earlier. I just had to do it. It's just funny. How many knees you got? Ah, uh, one. <laughs> How many surgeries that one's had on it? Oh, also one. So he, the left one's buggered though. He's had two on that. It's like, ah, oh, we better trade for him. Obi Top and Cam Reddish, Fournier's contract, the top five protected first, and Ryan Archie Diocano to Chicago for Adam Zeki Kaks, Levine. The most nickiest Nick who ever nicked. Uh, how about Terry Rose? Terry Rose and Gordy Hayward 
to the Lakers, straight up for Rusty. Kyrie's gone to Dallas in this situation. The Hornets go, right, we're cutting our losses. Fuck it, we'll just take Rusty. That's an expiring contract. This way we'd have to pay Terry Rozier or Gordon Hayward next year. Uh, if that doesn't all go down, how about a Pertle Wiseman swap? I mentioned that earlier. Also, can I get Mike Conley to New Orleans? Mike Conley goes to New Orleans, give up Devontae Graham and Dalton Holmes and one of your Milton million fucking firsts. One of the shit ones from Milwaukee or something, but still. There's also the Mavericks getting Adam, Zachy Cax, Levine, which I don't like. But So Levine and Caruso go to the Mavs. The Bulls get Josh Green, Tim Hardaway, Dorian Finney-Smith, two firsts, and Jaden Hardy. It feels like Mavericks give up too much, but they just don't have that much, you know? Bit of a tough one. Either way, it's all a bit of speculation. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen in the next couple of days? Can't wait. What about our back takeouts? Let's do it. It's Sunday at our back, and I'm at your mum's house eating a roast. That's right. We closed today. I just walked around your mum's house and went, Oh, g'day. Can I get a feed? She's like, Hello, you're handsome. What's going on? In you come. That's right. Hanging out at your mum's house. Eating a roast. Only at our back. And today's fine good take is just watch. The NBA will either push the Nets to definitely trade Kyrie to the Lakers or not trade him at all because they'll see it as giving players too much power ahead of a new CBA. And it's fucking Kyrie who's made them look like a bunch of fucking idiots over the last five years. And they're going to try to fuck him over. Only at Outback. 100% it goes one of those two ways. Like Kyrie ends up in the Lakers just because LeBron's got too much power. Adam Silver just like block everything else going, nah. I don't want to see this motherfucker rewarded. Trade request can fuck off. I'm sick of this shit. Let him play out the uh, Schneid. We'll find him if he's uh, faking an injury. And then he'll be shit out of luck next offseason when he's trying to uh, make that big money. Just say, just say. Adam Silver, he's no dummy. Right, quick break. Australian player watch. Fly through the rest of the show. Get out of here. Let's do it. All right, right after. My best mate. This is Nick Kay, and you'll listen to NBA Australia. Let's do it. All right. Australian Player Watch. Uh, obviously, no Benny Simmons at the moment. Oh, I hurt my knee a bit, man. I guess Detroit. Jacques Vaughn's like, can we just trade this motherfucker already, please? Um, no, I think I mentioned this. Uh, oh, I don't know if I actually... Uh, that one aired. But yeah, the uh, the thing is, like, you don't want to fuck with, like, even a tweaked anything when you're coming back from back surgery, right? Like Benny is. So I can't fault him for going, being a little extra cautious with anything that goes a bit awry. Uh, so, yeah. Patty Mills, Patty Thrills. In the uh, loss, I oh, know, the win over Washington. Uh, he had the 13 points and three rebounds. He was awesome. Basically, because of him and Cam Thomas, they win that game. Uh, 5 of 14 shot Patty on for his 13 points. Not great, but still 2 of 5 from downtown. 1 of 1 from the line. Patty thrills. Patty Mills. You star. Uh, Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Drock'em, Landau. A couple of big games on the weekend against Boston in that win. He played 12 minutes. He went 4 of 8 from the floor for his 9 points. Missed all 3 of his 3s, though. But you're like, eh, no, that's fine. 9 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and a block. He was awesome. And then against Detroit on the back-to-back, played 14 minutes, went 2 of 4 from the floor. 
Seven points, six rebounds. Three of eight at the free throw line. Chuck, what is going on, mate? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> that was... Three of eight is just egregious. For a bloke who's shooting 84% from the free throw line this year. Jesus. It was also, seriously, the first time he'd missed a free throw since mid-December. Jesus. Anyway, still averaging seven and four. Love to see it. The big cock jock, the rooster. Uh, who else? We have Greeny's back and crushing it. Let's start Dyson Daniels. Uh, hasn't played since that uh, ankle roll of his. So hopefully uh, he's back soon. Uh, they just don't have any sort of um, any sort of timetable on him yet. So that's right. As I mentioned as well, might be a bit of a good one for him to uh, dodge the rookie wall to have a little bit of a break. You know, just chill out. Uh, Jack White's still out with his adductor as well. Josh Giddy, Giddy up. Uh, big win over Houston today. 8 of 13 from the floor. Love that. 1 of 4 from downtown. 17 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. So close to a dribble-double. 3 steals and a block. Uh, Greeny. And that loss to the Warriors. 12 points, 4 assists and a rebound and a steal. He went 0 of 4 from downtown though and 5 of 12 overall. But back on Friday and that win over the Pelicans. He was a Pelican, not a Pelican. It was Greeny. 15 points, 4 rebounds. He's tearing it up. He's been fucking good. Seriously, if you're not watching the Mavs and just going, holy shit, Josh Green, most improved, question mark, 15 and 4. Shot 7 and 10 in that one, 1 and 2 from downtown. He's averaging 8 points, 2.5 rebounds, 1.4 assists. Greedy, Matty T. There's another man who might be on the move. Uh, 4 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist because Doc Rivers doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Only played him 16 minutes against the Spurs, went 2 of 4. Killing me, Doc. Killing me. And, uh... I reckon, how about Jingling Joe Ingles? I mentioned his 0 of 6 outing. Not great. Uh, he had three rebounds, one assist in that game, though. And then on Friday, 1 of 3 from the uh, floor, all of which were from downtown. Three points, three assists, two rebounds against the Clips. Jingles crushing it. And uh, finally, unfortunately, Delhi. He had to get out there. He missed his first shot of 2023. He went 0-2 against the Pacers, in fact, for his zero points, one assist in his nine minutes in Indiana. Tough one. You hate to see it. All right, quick uh, Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence, though. Ooh. It's the first Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber it up. There you go. Uh, so Joker and Jam and Jamal Murray became the third pair of teammates in NBA history to have one player to have a triple-double and the other one to score 30 in three straight. <laughs> that is awesome. What an awesome stat. Rusty and Paul George did it back in 2019. Wilt Chamberlain and Gola did it in uh, 1960. Jesus. No one's ever done it in four straight. So Jam and Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, one player scores over 30, and the other one has a triple-double in three straight wins. That's fucking impressive. That is excellent. They have been absolutely rolling. I want to sort of uh, go into a bit of Denver. We'll do a quick Shane Hill shoot a shoot shoot your shot, light him up. Or... He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord, for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill. Shoot a shoot. 
Shoot your shot. Light him up award. Because uh, Jamin Jamal Murray's back. He's looking awesome. So his last three games, so he's 41 today against Atlanta. He's been averaging 35.5 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds in those last three. It's more like his last 10, he's averaging almost 26 points a game, 7.5 assists, 4.6 rebounds, shooting 41% from three. He's crushing it. This is exactly what Denver need. They just needed a healthy Jam and Jamal Murray in his prime to come back in, back up Joker. They go hammer and tongs, kick ass, take some fucking names, and win the bloody title. Simple as that. Easy as you like. All right. How about a Patty Mills game day, baller game day Twitter check-in? Always love a good baller pat check-in. And as usual, ah, oh, great one. Roll the ball out, let's hoop. Him driving past Washington, flexing. Looking good in those Brooklyn BKLNY jerseys. Go check out Patty's IG. Pretty good. Righto, let's uh, do some game previews, shall we? Game previews. Game previews. Uh, thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's the weekend? Oh, good. Rachel took the squid to the uh, aquarium again today. At the best time. I'll tell you, Octonauts has turned him into like some sort of fucking seafaring genius. <laughs> I'm like, what's this? He's like, hey, it's this fish. I'm like, fucking hell, all right. Noise. I'll send you on uh, one of E.T.'s fishing adventures, and away we go. Um, <clears throat> what do we do? 13 of 24 over the weekend. We had a fucking Barry Crocker shocker. Against the spread on Friday, I believe, from Thursday's show. Uh, yeah, that was horrible. It was like one of seven. But then we backed it up with heaps of head-to-head wins. So hopefully you're paying attention. Uh, that leaves us at, for the season, 495 correct picks of 776. So, yeah, she's doing all right. All right, tomorrow. We'll do Monday through Thursday, just in case. I don't have time for the Wednesday show, but we should be all right for the Wednesday show. Either way, we'll do all the Thursday ones. So, Monday, Magic, one and a half point underdogs against the Hornets. The Magic are good. The Hornets are not. Give me the Magic. Cavs at Pacers. I'm taking the Pacers plus four and a half. At home, they're fucking awesome at covering a spread. Cavs, not so great on the road. I'm taking the Pacers plus four and a half. Halliburton's back. They're feeling good. Like the Pacers. Sixers, five and a half point underdogs in Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. Just watch Joel Embiid absolutely fucking tear up the Knicks. He's going to get fired up. He's going to be in his bonnet. He's going to kill him. Five and a half point underdogs. Give me Philly. Raptors, they go to the Grizzlies. This one was tricky. Raptors are a bit sneaky, but I'm going to take the Grizz at home. Minus four and a half. They've looked a bit wonky of late, have the Grizzlies, but I think they have just enough to get past the Raptors. Win it by five or six. Nuggets at the Wolves. Um, this is a bit of a weird one. you got the Nugs on a back-to-back, but they did shit tan. The Hawks, so maybe uh, they're on a road trip. Nah, I'm still going to go the Nugs. They're just better than the Wolves. I can't trust the Wolves. I'm never going to trust the Wolves. Nuggets minus one and a half over the Wolves. At <clears throat> tough one. Uh, Kings go to the Pelicans. That's also a bit tough. This Kings team on the road. A couple of question marks. Pelicans, though, just can you trust the Pels? Can you? They just beat the Lakers. They're on a back-to-back. I'm taking the Kings. Fuck it. Let's go, Kings. Plus one and a half. Uh, Celt- Tuesday. <clears throat> it's a pretty short slate tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday, we've got Celtics at Pistons. I'll take the Boston Celtics. Uh, Cavs at Wizards. 
Cavs on a road back-to-back. You might have to take the Wizards there. Clippers at Nets. This is the one where the Nets fall and just get fucking obliterated by 40. Give me the Clippers. I'd be like, yeah, Clippers, 20-plus uh, point win. Uh, Spurs at Bulls. I'm taking the Bulls. Should be all right against the Spurs at home. Kings at Rockets. This is the tough one. Kings on a back-to-back. The Rockets stink, but I think the Rockets could probably steal that one. Uh, Mavs at Yaz. It's a soft J. I'll take the Mavs. I think Luca will sort of run rings around the Yaz a bit there. Thunder at Warriors. I'll take oh Golden State. That's going to be a tough one. Josh Giddy. He's going to go fucking hard against the Warriors. Bucks at Blazers. I'll take the Bucks. Wednesday, we've got Knicks Magic. Oh, how good's that? What's that? The 1994-5. Just halcyon days. Shaq versus Ewing. Uh, I'll take the Knicks in Orlando. Suns at Nets. Oh, God. The Nets are going to get fucking killed back-to-back. Uh, poor Nets. Anyway, give me the Suns. Pelicans, they host the Hawks. Pelicans should be all right in that one. I like the Pelicans at home. Especially against Atlanta's backcourt on the road. Bulls at Grizzlies. Uh, Bulls on a back-to-back. I'll take the Grizzlies. Nuggets hosting the Wolves. So this is a home-and-home. Home. That's pretty cool. Give me the Nugs. Again, uh, Lakers hosting the Thunder. Josh Giddy has not lost to the Lakers, I think, from memory. Or maybe he lost one eventually. But uh, I'll take the Lakers just before the trade deadline. Watch Russell Westbrook go absolutely fucking ham against his old team. Thursday, just in case we don't do a Wednesday night show, we have to do it on Thursday just prior to the trade deadline. I think there'll be shit popping off. So, yeah, we'll probably do a catch-up on Wednesday. Thursday, Pistons at Cavs, Cleveland. Wizards hosting the Hornets. Give me the Wizards. Celtics hosting the Sixers. That's going to be unreal. I'll take the Celtics. Heat hosting the Pacers. I'll take the Heat. I think between Bam and Jimmy... They should be too much for the Pacers. Spurs, Raptors. I'll take the Raptors. Kings at Rockets. Kings will get the second one. There you go. They've played that same game two days before. I'll take the Kings in the second one. Wolves at Jazz. It's a soft J, but they'll win that one. Go the Yaz. Mavs, Clippers. Oof. Clippers own Dallas, but... Trade deadline shenanigans. Maybe give it the Mavs. And then finally, Warriors at Blazers. Oh, Gary Payton the second against his old team. I don't mind Portland in that one. Yeah, let's go Portland in a bit of uh, fun shit against the Warriors. All right, there you go. That's the uh, week set up for you. And have, uh, hopefully, you know, got a bit out of that from the trade deadline sort of preview. A couple of trades in there for you as well. Love it. All right, we'll be back on Wednesday, hopefully, maybe Thursday, uh, just depending on if there's shit that's going on pre-Wednesday. You know, if nothing has really gone off yet, it might not be just... Might just be worth waiting until Thursday. We'll play it by ear. That's a good thing about just doing your own thing. Kind of love it. Uh, We will be back daily, hopefully, sooner rather than later as well. Just fucking a couple of hiccups. It's all right. Uh, Either way, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the IG, all over the socials. NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. We are doing a big party at the Catfish in Fitzroy in Melbourne for the Super Bowl. It's going to be fucking awesome. So come along, drink some beers with your mate, Jim, and... uh, you're the mate Gaz from NFL Australia. Code bet. Go check out that website. It's a good one. Uh, I'm the editor of it. Uh, get around nbaaustralia.com slash shop. Buy some merch. Yeah. If you like betting as well, Code bet daily. We've got a good podcast. It's me and the uh, Bourge. Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Spotify, Stitcher, Star it. Whatever you got to do, help out. Please. Come on. Big thanks go to From Oslo. Intro and outro song. They rule. 
And so do Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green Green Green, and Dozer for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Band, so should you. And we'll close out today with a deli review of Wakanda Forever. And we will catch you later this week, you dickheads. Have a good one. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, hosen. Oi, 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 how the fuck are you? It's the old mate Deli over here just swinging by. You know, just got to do my pop culture view this week. We've been on a bit of a road trip and shit. Just like went and saw my old mate Tyrus up there in Indiana and shit. That was pretty fun. Got out of the court. That was fucking sick as. Missed some shots, but she'll be right, you know. It's all about winning culture, not about individual stats and shit, isn't it? Yeah, fucking A. Uh, but it was good because I was on the plane for a bit and whatever, and I finally realised I never saw that fucking second Black Panther movie, eh? Like... Wakanda forever. So, like, no spoils or nothing, but I downloaded it from the Disney's app and uh, watched it on the plane and shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's right. Chadwick Boseman. That poor bugger, like, passed away a couple of years ago. Fuck. What are they going to do? I had no idea. I'm like, fuck, shit. What are you going to do with, like, the new Black Panther? And the entire movie, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. It was fucking sick as. I loved it. It was a bit fucking wonky at points. So I was like, I don't know, this is probably not as good as the first one. But at the same time, there's no Chadwick Boseman, you know. So, either way, it probably gets about 22 out of 10 Deli ones because I really fucking love Black Panther. Sick music again. Good acting. Bit of action. Bit fucking full on. I don't know, a bit of a cop-out ending if you ask me at some points. But, you know, big fight was a bit of a, oh, yeah, how's you going? Yeah, not bad. So, anyway, go check it out. We're kind of forever. Fucking sick as... Ah, uh, figures on the Disney's. Yeah, nice. All right, that's it for this week. I'll talk to you next time. Later, fuck guys. Deli out.